what is up y'all welcome back to another episode of surfing the stream where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time i am matt primo and today i am here to review hellboy the movie that came out in 2004 not this new one uh, i haven't seen it but I, I take that back i saw like 15 minutes of it and i couldn't watch anymore so i just turned it off no we are doing the original hellboy the one that came out in 2004 with ron perlman uh highly underrated uh i guess first movie and sequel i guess highly underrated nobody ever talks about hellboy but i will okay i will give it time in the sun and we're going to do that today uh but before we jump into hellboy if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us go to patreon.com slash two game that is the number two support us in any of those tiers and you get access to a whole bunch of different content exclusive podcasts exclusive segments uh, you also get access to our Discord channel and much more. So patreon.com slash two game. Uh, shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen D. Cuckoo, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, Lindsay Humble, and Michael King. We appreciate y'all supporting us at that $20 tier every single month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this. So thank you so much. Uh, now it is time for Hellboy. Let's jump into it. A demon raised from infancy after being conjured by and rescued from the Nazis grows up to become a defender against the forces of darkness. This movie was directed by Guillermo del Toro, who also directed a handful of movies. Um, I've noticed that he's kind of like hit and miss. Like, there's a lot of great movies that he's directed, but there's also some duds in here. Uh, Nightmare Alley, which I have it on my watch list to watch. It's on HBO Max. And Hulu, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, it may be on Amazon Prime. I'm not 100 sure on that. Uh, he also directed The Shape of Water, which I have not finished. I watched like 15 minutes of it, and I just never went back to it for whatever reason. Uh, I think I just got busy. Uh, Crimson Peak, never seen that. Pacific Rim, great monster movie, uh, great mech movie, I should say. Uh, Pan's Labyrinth, great movie. Hellboy 2, no future spoilers. Uh, Blade 2 and Mimic. This movie had a budget of $66 million, and it grossed worldwide $99.3 million. It stars Ron Perlman, Doug Jones, Selma Blair, and John Hurt. This movie has a runtime of 2 hours and 2 minutes, and it was released April 2nd, 2004. Jumping into the fun facts, uh, much of the demonology was inspired by the Cthulhu mythos developed by H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, to prepare for his role, Ron Perlman read all the Hellboy comics and worked out three hours a day between five to seven days a week. Uh, it took anywhere from five to seven hours to apply Doug Jones' makeup and three hours to remove it. Uh, Ron Perlman's makeup took about four hours to apply. Del Toro opted to do this movie over Alien vs. Predator, which we have already reviewed that on the channel and Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. The movie is inspired by a few different comics of, of Hellboy, mainly uh, Seed of Destruction, making up the beef of the story. Shout out. Uh, right Hand of Doom and Box Full of Evil are also inspirations and also have some play into the overall story. I've never read a, a Hellboy comic before, so I am only going off what I've seen in the movie. So with that being said, let's jump into my general impressions of Hellboy. And I gotta say, I really do enjoy this movie. I like it a lot. I think it's highly, highly underrated. Is it a perfect movie? No. I would kind of put it in the same category as like the original Ninja Turtle movies. 
Uh, I put it in there, like the cheesy. It's like you would almost think this was made in the '90s, like the way with some of the dialogue choices and whatnot. Like it fits right in there with that campy type of just cheesy '90s movies, and uh, that's not a bad thing, okay? Because the first two Ninja Turtle movies are absolutely fantastic, and the cheesiness really adds to that charm. And it does the same thing in this movie. Now, is it 100% cheesy? No. There are actually some really great things that are being done in this movie, just from a filmmaking standpoint, like the the set design. Lord have mercy. The set design, the costume design are out of this world. Now, I don't want to get into Hellboy 2 because I do plan on reviewing that uh, probably next week uh, because I think that is one of the most underrated movies of all time, not just comic book movies. And I will get into the reason why I think that is underrated. Uh, I have a very specific reason. But the set design and the costume design, the world building that is done in this movie is is really, really great. It's like top tier type of good. I, I think some of the costume design with, uh, with Abe Sapien, with Hellboy, and then some of the monsters that are in this movie, the, the design of those are really, really great, and I love the look of them. The only problem I have with... The, uh, I guess the monster design is they use it as a way to make more of them throughout the movie. It's a, it's a story element. Like, he just uh, continues to replicate and make more and more. So there's like a bunch of these monsters over the course of the movie. And he fights one, kills one, and then he does it again. It is wash, rinse, repeat kind of fashion throughout the entire movie as far as the villains that he's fighting. So I wish I would have seen a little bit more as far as the villain slash uh, monster design goes. I wish there would have been a couple more monsters, maybe to kind of differentiate between them and make it a little bit more interesting as far as the visuals go and the overall action would feel a little bit more interesting and you'd feel a little bit more invested in them if you're fighting different things throughout the entire movie. Whereas in this movie, Hellboy just fights one monster pretty much and the very end there's that monster and then while i'm on the subject of villains uh they're kind of boring to be honest with you i, I don't really care for the villains in this movie but then again it, it's almost kind of like and it's not a marvel movie by any means this is like one of the most interesting most unique movies and i guess universes that is out there like there is no comic book or superhero movie that is like this one that looks like hellboy and that's what I that's one of the things that I love about it that it is so different from all the others and then also because it's cheesy because I love the cheesy elements in this movie the dialogue with Ron Perlman I mean he just like he's not over the top but he just plays it off so perfect with with the way he delivers his lines and whatnot but back to the villains I, I just think the villains are kind of bland and the original point that I was trying to make with Marvel is most of their villains kind of suck and we kind of write it off as, eh, it's okay. The heroes are done really great. And the character work is done really, really great. The world building, done really great. And that's kind of the thing that happens in this movie. They they build up that world so much that you become kind of invested into the world. The world is kind of like a character in of itself. But the villains are just, they're just not very good. We have the uh, old Snake Eyes assassin dude. I mean, that's basically who he is. He's Snake Eyes. All he does is twirl his swords and then stab something. That is literally all he does over the course of the entire movie. He, they'll sit there and watch him twirl these swords and knives or whatever you want to call them. And it'll do it for, what, 
10, 12 seconds, something like that, and then he'll stab something, and then he'll leave. And it's just kind of like, okay, we get it. Like, he, he likes to twirl knives. He likes to do tricks and stuff. Like, can we move on, do something different? And then we have Rasputin, who just, he's just not given anything to work with over the course of the movie to make him, like, interesting whatsoever. And he's kind of just a throwaway character at this point. I mean, even the very, very end, the 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 god monster at the very end that Hellboy has to destroy, he's not even, like, he looks cool, but we don't care about that at all because they didn't do anything, they didn't do any buildup of that character up until that moment. I mean, that could have been an epic moment if they would have wrote it, the character a little bit better and it would have been, honestly, a, probably a better action sequence at that, more interesting action sequence if we actually cared about the individual characters in that sequence itself. So Hellboy, I mean, he did great. I mean, I liked him, but the Rasputin and the little god monster thing, yeah, I didn't really care. It was kind of like, oh, just wait for him to destroy it. Like, okay. I just, I didn't care. Like, nothing was going to happen to Hellboy, right? So I just didn't, I didn't feel invested in the villains whatsoever. And I think that was what could have made this movie significantly better was if they would have devoted a little bit more time to uh, to the villains. Now, there is one thing that I kind of want to talk about, and it's kind of one of the biggest elements of the movie, one thing that kind of sets it apart from everything else. I absolutely love movies that use practical effects. They use, you know, costumes. They, they actually make the stuff themselves. Like in the Christopher Nolan Batman series, a lot of that is practical effects. None of it is... All that, there's not much CGI in those movies. So it all looks believable. It all doesn't take you out of it when you see something fake. These movies kind of do the same thing. They are they are out of this world, okay? There's demons and monsters and stuff. This stuff is not supposed to be believable whatsoever, but they do such a great job with designing the characters and using practical effects that... I never once questioned whether this was real or not. Now, you do get taken out of the movie when they do use CGI in this movie, and that's it's a kind of a double-edged sword. Like, one, it's 15-plus years old, right? Came out in 2004. Yeah, the CGI is not going to look very good 15-plus years later. But regardless, it takes you out of the movie when you see the these uh, visual effects being used, and they just don't look that great. A lot of wire work, which is blatantly obvious throughout the course of the entire movie. But I have no problem with wire work. I mean, I think the worst movie of all time with wire work is probably Batman and Robin, if I had to guess. Uh, this one, it's it's blatantly obvious. Like, there's no getting around it, right? But it doesn't take me out of the movie whatsoever. And I actually kind of wish they would use more of the wire work. And I wish they would have used more practical effects in this movie versus using the CGI in some of these scenes. Some of the action sequences are kind of muddied, and they just don't feel as interesting when they're using the visual effects and the CGI over the practical effects. When it is, when there's no CGI on scene, or in this case, uh, I don't notice it anyways, it's like I am completely invested in that world 100%. But as soon as Hellboy gets uh, hung up by some tentacles by the god monster at the end, I'm just like, yeah, nah, dude, come on, man. Like, this doesn't look good at all. Or Selma Blair and her Firestarter stuff with her lighting up that whole uh, area with the monsters at the very end of the movie. Those effects just looked absolutely terrible. 
And I feel like if they would have used more practical effects in that particular scene, it would not have taken me out of the movie whatsoever. So I applaud the use of practical effects in this movie, and I actually really enjoy it. And I actually don't like it when it does show up in this movie with the uh, the CGI. But overall, I really do enjoy this movie, especially Hellboy 2. The, the Hellboy and the Hellboy 2 sequel movie franchise whatever they're just they're just super underrated to me and nobody ever talks about them in comparison to like oh best franchises of all time or or uh best superhero movies of all time like is it the best no but it should be in the it should be in the consideration okay it should be in the conversation when you bring up what are some really really great comic book movies everybody forgets about hellboy like I have never heard someone just randomly bring up Hellboy in a conversation and say, I really enjoyed that movie. That's not really whatever happens. It's just kind of like one of those things when you see it on TV, you're like, oh, I'm going to watch this right now because I kind of enjoyed this movie. It's it's just vastly underrated, especially, especially Hellboy 2. But again, I don't want to spoil my Hellboy 2 review, but I have reasons of why it is vastly underrated. So, yeah, the characters are good. Well, except that John Myers guy. He's, like, the worst character in the entire movie. It's like, why is he even in this movie? Like, I, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to have that fish-out-of-water type of character in here that we're all supposed to relate to, and he's supposed to find out the world, and he's supposed to find out all these things as they're happening along with us, and it's supposed to make us relate to him, but... They just do a poor job of writing him and making him interesting. He is—he is like one of the blandest, least interesting characters ever made in a movie. Like I did not care one second about that guy, and uh, yeah, I, I think they could have done—they could have done this movie without even bringing him in, and it would have probably added more time to to some other characters, maybe to Selma Blair's character or to Hellboy or even Abe Sapien, who we don't get a whole lot of time with. We get enough time with him. But I would prefer uh, anything with those characters over the time spent with that John Myers guy who has like even like an uninteresting name to begin with. So yeah, uh, characters are great. Set, world design, building that uh, world and that lore is is absolutely great, and it really elevates that movie. I think if they don't nail that, plus the practical effects along with the costume designs and whatnot, I don't know if this movie is any good. Uh, even with the cheesiness and how good they they do that and how well they don't take themselves seriously throughout the entire movie. Uh, but overall, I really do enjoy this movie. I give it 3.5 stars. Uh, I think I think it's a pretty damn good movie. And uh, that's needless to say, Hellboy 2 is coming up, guys. And I do plan on reviewing that. And I'm excited to rewatch that. These are like t- just two movies that you could just pop in on a random night and just have it wasted away, you know? just Just enjoy your time. It's... Just movies that you can get sucked into. Shout out. But 3.5 for me, I actually recommend going to check it out. I don't know how much it is nowadays on Voodoo or anything like that. But like 7 8 bucks. I think I think that's a fair price for this movie. Now granted it is 15 plus years old. So you do run into that thing of should this movie be 7 or $8? Probably not. But I think $7, $8 max for this movie. Now Hellboy 2... I would probably pay eight to ten dollars for it. It's that good of a movie, but right now, Hellboy, the original, seven eight bucks, eight dollars. It's kind of high, but I, I would go somewhere in that range. Uh, but I highly recommend going to check it out. If you've seen Hellboy and you don't like it, 
please let me know. Go to our Facebook, or you can email me at twogamepodcast at gmail.com, and that is the number two in that uh, email address. Uh, But let me know what you think about Hellboy. Other than that, guys, I will catch y'all next week. I will be reviewing Hellboy 2, and we're just going to cap off the series right there. I don't foresee myself uh, reviewing the uh, the newest Hellboy, the one that came out in like 2017 or something like that. I mean, I honestly, I'm now that I'm thinking about it, I'm reviewing the second Hellboy, so that's technically a a, a series that I'm doing, a franchise series, and I haven't done a franchise series in a very very long time, not since what July August of last year. So it's been it's been quite a while since I've done some uh, some franchise series. And this is a nice little small one. Just shout out. So I'm not I'm not too uh, too worried about it. And I like both of these movies, so it's not not too much of an issue. But uh, I will catch y'all next time on another review. Later's.